0: Hey, hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 122 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thanks again for joining me. It's a um, kind of a gloomy day here in Virginia and in, in January. It's January 13th, I think. Um, so this one, first of all, Happy New Year. I didn't. I don't think I said Happy New Year on the last episode. Uh, This one, I want to talk about the battle for the Speaker of the House with Kevin McCarthy, where Kevin McCarthy won, but it took 15 rounds of voting for him to finally get enough votes. And this is a great way to tell who your enemies are. First of all, the media is the enemy, because the media, if, if this had been Democrats, the media would have been telling us, how great this was! How wonderful it is when, uh, when the people in Washington are fighting and debating things, and re- you know this small group of people are standing up to, to the powers that be. They're standing up to the, to the party elites, the party leadership. they they they're. they're, they're uh, trying to they're fighting for their for their own principles for their own ideas and they're not just going to go along and do what the the party leaders tell them and wow this is a wonderful thing but of course since it's republicans it's the exact opposite it's an embarrassment it's 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 terrorism even some of the republican the establishment republicans were calling the 20 or so representatives who were not supporting Kevin McCarthy, terrorists, insurrectionists. The, the, uh, the, the Democrat media was talking about how this is just an extension of the, of the insurrection. It's just, it's really amazing and it really shows you who the enemy is. And the, the enemy is the media. The media is the enemy and it really you know i and i was it's funny because i was rereading just sort of thumbing through fahrenheit 451 the other day and man it's it's amazing how similar we are our society modern day america is to the dystopian world that fahrenheit 451 ray bradbury talks about portrays in that in that novel I highly recommend you read that novel because it's basically the idea is the government runs everybody's lives and the government knows best and nobody is allowed to question the government and books have to be outlawed because books make you think and so you can't have people thinking and so what they do is what they've done is they've sort of because I don't I I can't remember if it's the state the government is the media and the media is the government But it's or or the the media is just sort of in cahoots with the government But they're basically they drown you out with uh, they they just Mm -hmm. Occupy all of your time with these with television so that you're just watching TV all day long and You have no you don't really know anything. You don't know what's going on in the world around you because you're being entertained and and this is what's happening to america you know the people the american people are just all they do is sit around watching TikTok videos and netflix and there's a million shows to watch and i'm guilty i watch a lot of shows too i don't actually i don't watch that many shows but but every once in a while it is fun to just turn your brain off but but i try to actually read right now i'm reading uh, robert malone dr robert malone's book lies my government told me uh but it's amazing how similar that society is to our current society how people are so busy and they're so and the media keeps them sort of busy but but totally misinformed and uninformed and in the in the book of course the book ends i don't want to blow it for you but the book ends with a catastrophe, and uh, the government has been marching them toward this catastrophe the whole time, but nobody's noticed. Nobody's really noticed, and everybody, or, or they just don't think much of it because it's it's a faraway catastrophe that actually ends up being right there at their on their doorstep. But but this is uh, this same thing. This fight for Kevin McCarthy, the the fight for the speakership, is kind of the same deal. It's it's. They don't want you to be, they don't want you to know any of the substance of this stuff. They just want you to think that the Republicans are so disorganized. Oh, they can't get anything done. They can't do anything right. Those dumb Republicans. But, but let's just, I would just want to go, so that's what I want to do this episode about. I want to just go over some of the basic rules that the insurrection terrorists, insurrectionist terrorists, guys like Matt Gates and, and, uh, 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 Lauren Boebert and there's a, few, a bunch of others that they were, they wanted to make sure that they got some basic things, basic rule changes. And, and one of the rule changes is they want one person to be able to call for the, for the resignation or for the, they want for like a no confidence vote, I think basically for the speakership, which is crazy. Of course, Kevin McCarthy doesn't want that, and Kevin McCarthy's buddies don't want that. The ruling class, they don't ever want to actually make it easy for you to get rid of them. Because that that means that they have to deliver. So, So this is one of the big concessions that they got. And, that's an important one because, and, and you know, the, the Democrats talk such a good game about, oh, we're against fascism. But the Democrats are the fascists. They're the ones who don't want it to be easy for anybody in Washington to get fired. They never want to fire anybody in Washington, unless you're a Republican, of course, they'll, they'll fire you. But basically they, they want, they, they believe in the centralized power of government. And they specifically, particularly believe in the centralized power of the of the the upper classes of the of the uh, the people at the top. They hate the riffraff, you know, and that's that's how they look. And, they, and it's the same thing in in the Republican Party. The Republican Party, the people at the top of the Republican Party, cannot stand the riffraff, the the the, the lowly newcomers. Uh, of the Republican Party, they can't stand it because the riffraff might come along and uh, and actually challenge them and actually make them do something and get some stuff done. And they don't want to do anything. The Republicans, the people in charge of the Republican Party, they don't want to ever actually get anything done. They just want to. They just want to collect their paycheck. They want to ride around in their limousines and have their important meetings and occasionally go on television and maybe write a book. And That's all they think. They, they don't want to get anything done. These are terrible, awful people. Both parties. Well, I mean, really, and this is kind of the difference, I think, between the, the Democrats. The Democrats actually do want to get things done. The Democrats are communists. They want to get communism done. <laughs> so, uh, So Democrats are... Dedicated, they're they're focused on getting communism done, on turning America into a communist country. Uh, whereas Republicans in Congress and in the Senate, ah, they don't want to get anything done. Ah, they're just you know, they're just biding time. So, uh, so that that's one thing I wanted to talk about. So this second, another thing that they, another concession they got was, they want to be able, they want to rule that, that. Representatives have 72 hours to read a bill before it comes up for a vote. So you introduce a bill, you have 72 hours to read it before it comes up for a vote. Unlike the, you know, the the, the way it's done, been done in the past, where you a bunch of lobbyists in, at the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, write a, write a bill, and then it's 2,000 pages long, and you got to vote on it tomorrow morning. And everybody's, you know, and if you don't vote on it, you hate. Children or something, you know, it's it's this is how they work. And this is how the media works, too Because remember the media is totally in on this whole thing, you know, if, if they name a bill, you know, we're gonna save children bill uh, But actually nothing in the bill has anything to do with ch- with saving children uh, They don't care. They don't they don't want you to read the bill. It's a bunch of crap Most most of the bills are crap and this is a, the second thing is the single subject bills this is another thing they wanted. They want single subject bills where you don't just throw a bunch of unrelated crap into a bill that's, for example, hurricane relief bill. Okay, we got a hurricane relief bill, and you have gotta vote on it tomorrow. Okay, well, but it says here, it says here there's you know a hundred billion dollars being sent to Ukraine in part of the bill here. Ah, uh, don't read that. You, oh you're against it? So you're against hurricane relief. It's like, no, no, I'm against, so I'm not going to vote on this bill because it, it has stuff in it that is completely unrelated to, to, you know, like, like the infrastructure bill has ton, almost none of it was about infrastructure. It was about climate change and, and, uh, you know, equity and, and racism and it, it's, it, a lot of it doesn't even have anything to do, to do with infrastructure. So that was another thing. Another thing they wanted to vote—they want a vote on term limits. Now I am kind of—I'm kind of torn on the subject of term limits because if you term limit the congressmen and senators, uh, you basically—you there is a risk that you shift the balance of power over to the permanent bureaucrats. Because you know the permanent bureaucrats, they're there all the time, and there's mil- literally millions of them. And then you get a couple hundred uh, senators and Congress people coming in, and they're there for a few years, and then they leave. They don't have any real power. The permanent bureaucrats are going to run everything. But I do think you've got to have some kind of limits on these people so that they don't co- be- they don't become career career politicians, and they're then in Washington for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years it's ridiculous. So I agree with that. Um another one they want to they want to vote on a balanced budget on on a bill that will balance the budget in 10 years. Is that too much to ask? Balance the budget in 10 years? I mean, we have, I, I think 10 years is too long, but at least it's something. You know, these Republicans, these insurrectionists, these these terrorists as Dan Crenshaw called them, they want to actually balance the budget. Oh, they're terrible people. See, that's the thing. Washington, nobody in Washington wants to balance the budget. Nobody in Washington wants to cut the budget. Nobody in Washington wants to be held accountable for anything, which brings us to the next. The next thing is the debt limit. They want to link the debt limit increase to spending cuts. If you're gonna increase the debt, we should at least cut spending, so that we're we're slowing down the increase of the debt. But see, Republicans and Democrats, the uniparty, both, but they don't want that. They hate that idea. They want to spend, 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 spend because they're using that money to buy votes. You know, when you bought, when you, you, when I mean, every Democrat, pretty much every politician goes to Washington with the idea that they're going to just take money from the from the taxpayer and give it to some group of people in exchange for them to vote for them you know whether it be unions or uh, government employees or teachers or poor people or retirees or illegal immigrants or college students doesn't matter you know they they just there it's a it's a it's a money for votes scheme the entire city of washington exists to enrich itself, to milk the American taxpayer and, and, the, and the, the politicians use the money to buy votes so that they can stay in power. And, and that's it. It's, it's a scam. The whole thing is a scam. And talk about scams, ending the COVID emergency was another one that they want to do. They want to end the COVID emergency because the COVID emergency is what gives this the government so much power. And this sort of an an excuse to assume more power and spend more money and dole out money to their buddies. And so this is one of the, these are, that's the list of things that those insurrectionists were fighting for. And I think it's important that you know that and that everybody knows that and your friends need to know that. Your co-workers need to know that. Your family needs to know that because the media is not going to tell them. The media, it just lies all day long. The media lies all day long and just attacks uh, Republicans all day long. That's what they do. And the media does not want the American people to know that these are the things that, that those 20 insurrectionists were fighting for which are all great things. Every single American would love every, almost every single American, except people in Washington, will, will, will agree with all of these, uh, with this list of things, uh, of, of policy initiatives. Um, I mean, we can't continue to, to go uh, into debt forever, right? I mean, we've got to stop this, the, this endless spiral of debt, of spending and debt. We've got to stop it at some point. Um, So, I mean, I did an episode about this, about what works and what doesn't work, right? The last episode, I think it was, what works and what doesn't work. Going into debt forever doesn't work forever. It may work temporarily, but at some point, you're going to have to pay that debt back one way or another. So I I think that this is a a great comparison. It's a great way to, to talk... Uh, we we need to turn the tables on the media narrative that this is bad, because look, the Democrats would never do this. The Democrats are are, are like hive mind, communist zombies. They're like brain dead zombies. They never argue amongst each other. I mean, very rarely do they argue amongst themselves. They're they're, you know, Hakeem Jeffries got like 212 votes every every time, every time, every time. Boom, 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 like like clockwork. Democrats are like clockwork. They're very they're very they cooperate with each other they never speak ill of each other they are they are a they are like a hive mind they're goose stepping zombies uh, and they are focused on turning america onto on, ex, on expanding american government uh, and expand you know growing spending taking more money away from the fewer and fewer taxpayers left anybody who's still a taxpayer at this point is just a sucker it seems like and uh and the the republicans actually do have some people there who actually would like to get some good things done and that's what the 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 media and the democrats don't want you to know they don't want anybody to know that there are some good people in washington they're all republicans but 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 there are only a very small number of them (laughs) very there's a small the the freedom caucus is about what 40 or 50 people and really they're the only good people in washington they're the only good ones everybody else of both parties are crooks criminals and they're in it they're just in it for themselves so they're corrupt dirty and just and destructive and they don't care they don't care about you. They don't care about America. They don't care about freedom. They don't care about America's future. They don't care about the long term. They're just looking to to get rich, get famous, get powerful, keep their jobs, keep their paychecks, pad their their life savings. That's all they that's all they care about. So, all right, that's it. That is episode 122. Um, so, if you like this podcast, give me some good ratings and share it with everybody you know uh i'm gonna try to to get some more i'm trying to try to get more going here Uh, 2023 uh, i'm gonna try to get more podcasts out every week but um yeah um i'll see you on the next one all right bye-bye